under your butts. Right there to our immediate left, we have uh, all the folks gathering for the uh, annual Saxon concert. You've got people who really are into the occult and into Satan. They're propagating Satan, and I think it's a devastating thing. Cows meet up. What's your favorite total metal video? Zuckerberg and Gates and Buffett, amateurs can fucking suck it, fuck their wives, drink their blood. Come on, Jeff, get up! Who's winning a wrestling match, Lemmy or God? Lemmy. Ah, God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Such a fine line between stupid and, and clever. And we're gonna be at the Wilson Theater tonight with Slayer. You're gonna be there too, right? Oh! Ah. Alright, so... Continuing our discussion on the Black Album, we should probably do the track by track now, right? Yeah, so, it, feels, it feels it feels like we should do that. Yeah. Yes. So, track one is a little song called "Inter Sandman." How's that going? <laughs> we'll play a little bit of that, I guess. I could. Okay, we got it. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard that one. I mean, do I need to play a lot of it? I do. No. 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 I think every, I think most of the U.S. population can, can probably <laughs> sing along to that, you know, without of even starting it. You know. Yeah, their biggest song, no doubt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was the first song we heard on off the album. It came out a couple of weeks before the album came out, so this is the one we were very familiar with. And I mean, we alluded to it before. I mean, we flat out said it before. This was. We knew we were getting something different when we heard this song, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. Just, but I loved it, and I still think it's a great song. I think it's yeah. overplayed. And, it's overplayed. You know, it's not. They could. You think? <laughs> if they retired it from their live set, I'd be totally fine. Oh yeah, I'd be definitely. Perfectly happy if they said enough's enough with that yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> but you know, there's those casual fans who are there to hear the hits, and you know. Yeah. I, I, you know, they've played a couple of warm-up gigs on this recent, uh, I wouldn't really call it a tour, but they've done some stadium shows recently, some festivals, and yeah. they've played some smaller clubs, like they played a club in San Francisco and Chicago, I think, and they didn't mm-hmm. play Sandman at all at those, because I think those no. were for the more the, the hardcore fans. I think it was like fan yeah. club only type thing anyway, so. No, I think it was just, it was sort of a secret show, like secret, but you had to get in line. So it was, yeah, it was kind of hardcore fans who knew about it, but I don't think it was right. a fan club thing. I think okay. it was just like, hey, we're doing this show, surprise, and yeah. if you happen to be in the area and you got tickets, yeah. you were lucky. But yeah, that, <clears throat> that's, if you don't play Sandman at that show, no one's going to, no one's going to riot. Right, exactly. <laughs> if, you, if you play the festival where, you know, people came to see 15 other bands and Metallica's there and they don't play Sandman, there's going to be an issue. <laughs> yeah, people play, I play Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this was this was definitely the first song I learned on guitar from this album. Um, you know, it's a, it's a Kirk riff. It is a Kirk riff. That's right. The main riff is a Kirk riff, and actually, I think he said that the riff he was messing around doing like a Soundgarden type of a riff. That's what he said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It was just like he wanted to kind of do like emulate the song Soundgarden sound. So. Yeah. And then Lars mm. helped arrange it. Our, Lars was like, I think the original arrangement was a little bit longer. Like the, the the riff was a little bit longer, and Lars was like, just cut it there, and then add that little tail on there. Yeah. The turnaround was a little bit, I think it may have been yeah. like eight measures and then the turnaround. And yeah. ours was like, no, I do the turnaround after three measures. It sounds better that way. Whatever. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, we a, have it's a, a riff. What's that? It's a riff. There's, there's a clip on here about Lars knowing this should be the first song. I guess 
Oh yeah. The consensus was holier than thou should have been the lead track, the the first single anyway. And Lars was like, no. Didn't that <laughs> was a Bob Rock thing though? I, I think it that. was, but in this in this clip, Lars kind of says like a lot of, I guess other people thought the same. I never really had the the big picture of this album that I think Lars did. Um, I just knew it was a bunch of good songs, and that's all any of our other records had been. These are the best songs we can write, and we'll put them out. Pulling it down, and some of those songs were uh, finished much earlier than than like the Sandman's of the world. Lars knew before we recorded just by the demos that Sandman was the song. I didn't hear it. You know, Holy Than Now was like the big front runner. I remember everybody, like, it's one big argument, like, Holy Than Now is the, you know, the first track on the record and the first single, and I was just like, guys, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's the other thing about Lars. You know, people pick on him, but he's he is, like, he does pretty much all the arrangement um and he has that you know like like that clip just said he he had the intuition the to know vision. that yeah that uh sandman should be the the first song on the lead single so i just thought that was interesting about him that he is so good at arranging it's kind of strange for a drummer to be mm-hmm. that good at knowing how a arrangement should go and and to know that it's going to work really well it's kind of i mean i know dave grohl obviously yeah does that and some well, other guys but it's a unique skill because you know you hear these stories about every time they write an album there's these riff tapes with like you know 2500 riffs or whatever it is yeah you know? like this insane <laughs> amount of riffs and he has to, he goes through all of them and picks and chooses all right this riff and then they start you know building these songs and you know obviously a lot of times the riffs end up in other songs and you know we've seen that where they play a song live and it's like you know, oh, that riff actually ended up in this song, or whatever. You know, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's it is it's interesting that he's he's kind of the arranging guy. Um, yeah, you would think that. Pretty cool though. Yeah, it's a great opening track too. Like it does set the tone for the album right away. It like does. Yeah, you know, it's a nice build up. Um, it you know it makes sense to have that as the opening I, track for sure. I don't know where else you'd put it, honestly. No. No. I mean, I thought if you did, if you did open with struggle within, I guess you could put Sandman second, but yeah, yeah, it could be second because it is kind of like almost a title track in a way, Mm -hmm. but it still is kind of, it'd be a kind of a weird flow. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I never tried doing that, putting (laughs) struggle within first and then Sandman. Or holier than now first. Like they were. No, that would not, that's, that's not a good idea. (laughs) I mean, that that does have a buildup too, but not. It does. It's so, it's just too simple, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Something about that song. It doesn't, it's not a good, that's one of the weaker songs on the album, I think. Yeah, I think so too. It's well, not a good... obviously Sandman now is, you know, it's kind of overplayed and we're all. Yeah, it is. Where, I mean, <laughs> I would rank this near the last, you know, it would, it would not be my favorite on the album now, but when the album came mm-hmm. out, I'm trying to remember, was it one of my favorites or not? You know what I, don't I mean? Think it was like middle of the road, I think. I- yeah, I think I mean, so. it, it, it having been the first one that I heard, it was just like, yeah, all right. But I definitely know, like when I first sat down, you know, uh, Holier Than Thou, Don't Tread On Me, Through The Never, um, I still might say that God That Fa- Failed might be my favorite. Mm, um, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing, like, you know, as everyone notes, you know, this wasn't a thrash album, you know. Uh, like the, the 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 more you know in your face. I love you know fade to black. I 
Welcome Home Sanitarium is probably my favorite Metallica song. It's still the, I mean, I flat out nothing else matters. Holy fucking shit. You know, cut that goddamn thing in half, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. All right. Well, we can move on to to Sabbath True. Um, Wait, before you go on. Yeah. At the end, he's, he's, as they're fading out there, he's doing some solo stuff that's really cool. And I know he, I, I read in an inter- interview with him that he was kind of disappointed that they faded out as early as they did. He said he, he had a lot of like cool parts that he yeah, worked into that. And you can, you can kind of hear it as they're going out. Um, yeah. That's a good I just point. know that Kirk, he, I, I, I guess that was his way of saying he was, he wanted to let people hear more and they, they kind of cut him out of it. The song. Yeah. But, eh. <laughs> Well, they did that for Jason in the entirety of the last album. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's a good point, too. This album has a lot more fading out than their previous stuff. They didn't do a lot of fade outs. Yeah. It's true. Wherever I'm at Rome. Yeah. Holy, uh, the Unforgiven. Yeah. Sandman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's a good point. I never thought Justice, about that. I think, I think Justice only has a fade in. Eye of the Beholder has a fade in, but. Nothing else know. matters. Doesn't that fade out, too? With that opening riff, a little bit, yeah, yeah, it does yeah. kind of fade out, yeah, yeah, yep, hmm. interesting. I yeah, about that. they didn't, they never really did a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, fade to I black. Blame, I blame Lars. Fuck you, Lars. <laughs> I blame <laughs> oh, Bob Rock. Yeah, no. yeah, that's absolutely that's about that's a Bob Rock. You know, it's, it's got to be. Thing, yeah. Well, we I yeah. guess we had we didn't mention before, but the album's sixty two minutes, sixty two and a half minutes. So, um. With CDs, what was the C- well CD length was probably like seventy nine, right? Yeah, it was seventy nine. Okay, so that that I mean maybe was a bit of a consideration, but they they came in well under. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why they would. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to make sure everything was under seven minutes. Maybe. Well, they definitely wanted to keep it short. So yeah, they wanted to keep them shorter. But yeah. if you look at the track, the the song tracks or the length rather, there there's only. What one under four minutes? It's not like these are short pop songs. Yeah, you know? I guess they're short from a yeah, but, but songs, yeah, they're right. not. They're not. They're not the eight to nine minutes. That were right, coming from Justice, Justice, where it was like yeah. Yeah, yeah, eight minutes long, nine minutes long. Yeah, so but even Entertainment's five and a half minutes. Like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. A, for, yeah, that's crazy for radio, for radio stations yeah. to play that. Yes, yeah, that know. there's twelve songs on this album. What are there? Eight on Justice? I should say there are actually two under four minutes. Is it nine? Is it eight or nine? It's eight, it's eight or nine, it, one way or another. I think it's nine. Nine, nine on justice, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, Sabbath True. Um, obviously, the yeah, heaviest song on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, God, that groove. Oh, so it's really heavy. just a minor arpeggio you're throwing in there. The pull-offs tune down a step. Yeah. That is monstrous. 
The song will never get old to me. No, it is. It is. And talk about the pocket. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm fade that out a little bit because we know. We know that song too. Um, if if that song wasn't, I hate saying overplayed, but if we hadn't heard the song fifteen thousand times, would it would it be the best song on the album, or is it the best song on the album? Um, it's not my favorite song on the album. It's not my favorite either. But it's 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 up there. It was it's, for a long yeah, time. Yeah. It was my favorite yeah. for a long time. Yeah, but I mean, heaviness doesn't always make make a song the best. No, either. but it's just a well written song to boot. I mean, right. it's. Yeah, no. it's just it's a good song. It's a uh, good yeah. quality item. It's a good quality <laughs> item. I mean, the one thing I'll say about that, I actually the thing I've always loved about that song is the simplicity of it. I mean, just quick staccato notes, and it's just easy to kind of just you know. I, I don't know if you call it groove or whatever, but you know, yeah, it's get it's banging cool. your head to that thing was just easy as hell because it just. I mean, I always thought like. Oh man, you know, fuck Lars. You know, he, he, listen to that. There's <laughs> nothing. There's nothing complicated to any of that, and there isn't. And it sounds perfect to, you know, what the hell is going on yeah. in that song. There's a yeah. There's a clip I got to play from. Bond Frank. No, this is a more Bob Rock stuff, but it's about the production of this, and I think no, this yeah, is the clip where he good. plays the. The really tuned. I don't know what he's tuned to on this guitar, but it's like I don't know. It doesn't sound like D to me. It's like <laughs> an octave lower than D. Or I something. don't know what it is. I think this is the one. Let me see. What we did is we we just we tried to expand every sound uh, to the max. We you know we tried to get the the guitars as big as possible, and the drums as big as possible, the bass as big as possible. You know, big and weighty. Now that I like. He does get that Headfield God sound. God, it sounds like bass guitar. I know. <laughs> you can, but you can like hear a, that in the in the mix. You hear that. You do. It sounds yeah. like a. It sounds like a Rickenbacker bass, like distorted and tuned down. Like, yeah, like maybe like like Cliff had been that, on this. It, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can hear that. Uh, Tim's right. You can hear it. Like, yeah, you can hear it in the, the mix. It's kind of buried, but you do hear it. I hear some. Uh, yeah, the shakers. Yeah. Yep. Is it eggs? I yeah, think it is. Yeah. Well, Lars, did you use a Glockenspiel? <laughs> Good ears. It was a trigger a where I had a Glockenspiel. It was you know that's why. You know that's why I asked him about his gum, right? Because <laughs> what? Because of the complex answer that he. Because no, because he, I felt I was listening to people talk to Lars as I went up to him. And and there was it was all this nerdy drum shit and I was like fuck <laughs> this I was like I'll just come up with something when I get there and I was on <laughs> you know how Lars is stupid yeah. a mouth open gum chewing and uh, I was like what kind of gum is that that's then, juicy fruit well he said I don't know he said, the, well, the well, at first shit. he was like yeah well at first he was like uh, I don't know and it, I, he seemed dismissive and I was like fuck I messed this up he said my shit and he goes and then he gave me that look like. It's the yellow shit. <laughs> Juicy fruit. And I felt redeemed. I was like, fuck yeah. Man. And then the dudes behind me were like, you're just a gonna gummy chew. <laughs> it's like, perfect. If he's going to remember one question from this night, it was that. Oh, yeah. 
Some stupid. You could, that's you could probably meet him now and be like, "Do you remember in DCIS looking like gum YouTube?" Like, oh, you were the juicy rem- fruit guy. <laughs> dude, dude, he wants some. There's another Sabbath True clip I want to play. It's about the. Uh, there's some cool isolated guitar stuff they played on this. Yeah. Special. It's a Kirk's U2 and a U2 guitar. And it kind of, the, the thing that's great about it is it actually works well with this. That's really cool. Okay. You know, Keith, you're giving a funny look. Yeah. I, I, no, I was going to say that, that the, the opening part it. you just played, that's actually the bass line, but just like three or four octaves higher. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's what oh, Jason is doing on the bass. That's the chorus. You don't hear that in the chorus, Keith? What I just played? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'll play I, it now. I guess. Yeah. Do you not hear it? Yeah, actually, I, mean, I, I guess I, think I guess the guitarist—he's the guitarist doing the same thing too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just with riff. Mets. Okay, okay. <laughs> Kirk is doing yeah, that yeah. part, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he is. The rest. Yeah. The, oh, live, live. Kirk does that part. Oh, yeah, but does. it's probably James on the album, right? Probably James. No, it's, it's actually. Kirk. I think it's Kirk because he says at the beginning That's of the right. clip, he says Kirk's YouTube YouTube thing. Yeah. Kirk's oh, YouTube. Okay. And a YouTube guitar. And it kind of, the, the thing that's great about it oh, is it actually too. works well with this. Yeah. <laughs> I get it out. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. The descending curve. That's James. He says it here in a second. Who played that? Uh, that was you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Lars was like, who played that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know. <laughs> Didn't they, did they say anything else about that? Like, it's, is that not prominent on the album? Something like that? Uh, I, 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 I Close it back and pull it back. I mean, that's the one thing for me. For me, sorry, God. I, I was just saying, you know, I mean, it's the, the chug of, of of just the riff. You know, I mean, let's face it, everybody knows when it comes to Metallica, you know, arrangements. You know, the the, the basic James riff, the dun, 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 you know, yeah, that's what's going on. And I guess you know, yes, of course, you hear that part going on, isolated. It just sounded like. What the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> and as it turns out, then, then you play. What and if? Like, oh yeah! And then it just kind of so gives cool. that, that, that nice if... little like echo kind of on top of yeah, yeah. that infant, intense, you know, heavy. Well, so chug. We've been we discussed before, like kind of rearranging some of these songs to make it more justice metallic-y. But can you imagine yeah. that as like an, an intro to that song? Yeah, uh-huh. that'd yeah. be really that'd be really cool. Yeah, and yeah. they could probably even do the opening riff behind that. And it would probably still sound good. Oh yeah, the, because the, I think the mm-hmm. the main because it starts out and it's tuned down, but it's it's the A string, right? Yeah, yeah. And then that riff is basically so it's G, F right? and 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 D. So I think those notes would all mm-hmm. sound good together. I wonder if I wonder if that's something else we could <laughs> we could play with that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bet it would work really well together. Probably so. Yeah, it's it's kind yeah, of a homework. shame because the these. Apparently, these stems, all the tracks exist because when they made that Blacklist album, 
they offered them up. They said, we have all the individual tracks for every single song if you guys want them to just mm-hmm. play with them. Yeah. So they somewhere these pieces exist and you could actually just have them and play with them. But That'd I, be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> just to have them like that. Those lucky bastards, all those different artists. Like, here, have this piece of bands have got to they got to come up with this technology that like here here you can mess with these tracks mix so it how awesome. you like it share it to spotify or itunes mm-hmm. we don't care right yeah like, i'd like what God. does it make right no it doesn't we're not making you gotta buy it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah i don't know it, it would, the money would go to them anyway that's their yeah. music yeah the tracks uh, yeah because you yeah. have to buy them right they're not gonna right. just give you them buy to them you. and then you yeah, it's just like okay, the rights are yours, and if it's played, that it goes to you. I don't care. I just want to. Yeah. It, it's like you know, my, my my son is is huge into Mario Maker right now. It's it's, it's kind of like that. Like you're taking yeah. Mar- <laughs> you're taking a Metallica album and yeah, Metallica Maker. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should do that. Yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, holier than holier thou. thou. Holier than thou. <laughs> you gotta play that clip. Now you gotta play the clip. Okay, please do. Hold on, yeah. I gotta find it. Holier than now. Holier than now. This thing just crunches. It's got the groove. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> it's a dork. It doesn't. Cr- it doesn't crunch. It crunches. <laughs> this thing just crunches. Crunches. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Crunchy. <laughs> this song just crunches. Talk box. Yeah. yeah that, that was a first. Yep. And the last, I think. Oh, no, it yeah. wasn't. No, it was no. Just, it's on, um, on the Jack Belt. Yeah, that's right. Yep. One album one album later. Yeah. Yep. And then now it's also the third track on that album. Oh, oh yeah. Hey. Very The group wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Crunches would. There's a lot going on here already. This song. Yeah. Musically. Yeah. He's still got his, like, the attitude of his voice is still there. Like, he's, you know. Oh, yeah. It's not like he's, you know. <laughs> his vocals aren't totally, you know, wimpy. He's he's still got no. attitude. I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, of the of the songs on this album, this isn't one of my favorites. No, um, it's a good song, but it's, yeah, it's fine. It just well, it needs something. It needs more. Yeah, well, there's something missing. Well, I don't know. The um, weird thing about this song is, yeah, it's when you just listen to it, just to listen to it. As opposed to like analyzing it, I guess mm-hmm. it feels like the the lyrics are kind of damning and 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 and, and like saying "fuck you" for judging me, right? That's right. The, that's the overall yeah. um, theme of the song, right? But I feel like the energy is. There's, I don't know if it's happy. Is it happy? There's there's like a uplift. yeah. That riff is a little yeah. And it shouldn't be because he's playing minor notes, mm-hmm. yeah. but it it's still somehow comes across. This one's called "Lick Little Lick bit. My Love Pump." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, the the thing that's weird about the song is that 
oh shit, I meant to say this back when we were doing feedback too with Rob when he, he talked about like playing bass to this album. This was a huge album for me as a bass player. I, I meant to mention this um, because the songs were at a the, the tempos were where I could actually play. And I was kind of still learning bass. <laughs> yeah. It was great because I was trying to learn all these older Metallica songs. And I'm like, I I know I can't I can't even fathom yeah. playing that. So this was a great the tempo and all the songs on this was really good for me. Um, but this was one of the more challenging songs to pl- actually play on bass. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure you played this on guitar, Eric. Like, yeah, it's a that weird riff, riff. Is not. It's just. It's yeah. It's a little it's off. different. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. it takes a lot of concentration to play this, and I I can't I think I heard it on the uh, XM with with Rob Trujillo when he was talking about the song, or maybe I read it. I think I heard it on the on when they were doing that Metallica station. Yeah. Um, what was it? Mandatory Metallica for like a week or something. Right. Um, he was t- saying how he he loves it when this shows up in the set list, which is funny because like, gee, I wonder who's writing all the set lists. <laughs> probably yeah. not Kirk or, or uh, Rob. Right? It's Lars. Yeah, right. it's definitely so, Lars. Um, but he's like, yeah, he, he was talking about how he, he loves it when it comes up because it's it's a really fucking song. A f- it's a fun song to play. Like, hmm. like the, I don't know if you felt the same way about it, Eric, but I, I It's lo- a fun riff. Just, it's not it, that, that hand position where you're doing the yeah. it's higher that, up on the, 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 the index the, 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 and yeah. down to your like, the ring finger, position. yeah. You don't get to do that a lot, and it's yeah. just it, it feels good. To it's play. like it's almost like the opposite of um, Master of Puppets because you're doing it kind of almost yeah, like backwards, right? <laughs> you're, you're not used to it going that way. Yeah, exactly. So it's a really fun song to play, and I think my appreciation of the song is more as a musician who plays the song. I I, I don't know if yeah. if that makes sense, but no, I get it. I get it. It's a, I, I have I have like these uh, dichotomy of of how I feel about that song. It's a weird thing too, because the song itself is almost just one riff the whole time. Like the mm-hmm. chorus riff doesn't change from the verse riff. Like yeah, it's listen, all a variation of basically the same riff. Yeah, it's, and even the mm-hmm. even the verse is like it it stops like it you know it gives you you just have that open da 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 da. But it's you know it's the same riff. The just only time it down. really does more chords is the solo. Well, there's yeah, and there's a little bridge there. I yeah, guess it's leading up, up to the bit. solo, yeah. But yeah, that's probably really, why I feel like it's missing something. I feel like yeah, it I needs, think so. I always, I always felt like it needs more, and that's probably what it is. It needs more riffs, which yeah, is weird a, to say for Metallica, but right. yeah, it needs a, another, it needs another part or something. Yeah, yeah, like a middle mm-hmm. part, part or or I don't know. And I always thought the beginning, what Lars was doing on the drums needed a little something. He needed to change at some point because it's just yeah. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. The intro is a little problematic. Yeah. Oh, he's just do doing the something same thing else? over and over. Yeah, I'm like, do something else. Yeah. And something. in fact, and again, when you're playing that song, like you can, if you're not paying attention to that intro, yeah, you're, you're not gonna, up. you're not gonna yeah. come, you're not coming yeah. in at the right time because you're right. like, is it one more? Or is it? Yeah, no? it's weird. It's almost like a feel then, thing. You have yeah. to listen yeah. to that the changes in that that one guitar part. Is yeah, that, that little wah thing. Yeah, because it goes up yeah. a little more each time. Yeah. It's a thing for me. I would say, you know, just. You know, with the, you know, taking this out of thrash and, you know, turning it, you know, into a bass metal album, you know, for the most part, you know, there wasn't as much intricacy or, you know, I don't know what adjective to use here, but, you know, there wasn't enough going on. Mm -hmm. Sure. 
Well, that was what they were going for. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. yeah, true, but... Yeah, I think sometimes, yeah, well, this is a good that's, example that's of where thing, like, it like, was a little too What simple. I was saying was sad but true. It was, it, the simplicity worked perfectly for the song. In this yeah. case, it was a little boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It just needs something more. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of boring, song. the next song is The Unforgiven. Oh, it's <laughs> not boring. That's a... It's not, there's, a, there's another clip you could play. Uh, there's isolated um, voice oh, yeah. box. Mm-hmm, that's right. Now that's interesting because there's not a hell of a lot of that on the mix. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> guy's throwing up. <laughs> wow. We're kind of going for Bon Jovi thing there. Peter Frampton, Bon Jovi thing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but I also remember that you were always like talking about that once we got up into the higher tempos that there was less kind of things we could do with it in terms of like production and ideas and taking it into different places. That there was much more um, the possibility like with the slower songs to go in different places and fiddle with different parts and be more adventurous. I think you kind of felt that when we were up in the faster tempos it was more restricting. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that talk box thing is cool though. Who, who did the talk box on the album? I'm, I'm guessing James. James. Yeah, yeah, must have been. It's the main riff there. So it's funny they, they do play Kirk's, that song. Curse would have been like two octaves higher. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they play that song live. But they never use the talk box thing. Well, they, should, yeah. probably, they don't need to. Probably not worth. I mean, dragging that out for one song. No, it's it's not. It's just. Well, they'd have to play. They'd have to follow it up with uh, "House of the Jack Milk. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> I mean, Wrathchild did it. They will never to, play that song. Talk box, but no, they would play that song. <laughs> why, why wouldn't they play that song? House of Jack Milk? I think yeah. it's too too personal too, for James because he keeps fucking up. For, no, I just it's just, a, it's just a rare it's weird. song. It's like a, and it's weird too. I love that song. Of, it's one of my favorites on the album. They I just should don't, play that. They should play it. It's a fantastic. Yeah, song. they should. It's also the 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 high the vocal register gets a little high at the end there. It's really high. Yeah. He might not well, be able to hit that. They play where we're live. It's well, actually, no, no, that I wouldn't, not that one, yeah. Okay, so. God, we're in like nerd metal oh, yeah. talk shop here. <laughs> this yeah, well, that's, what, that's this podcast. It's what the people want, man. It's what the people want, yeah. Unforgiven? Yeah. Keith is asleep. He doesn't want. <laughs> Unforgiven? Unforgiven's great, man. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a the great song. The. The Unforgiven. Uh, I would say. This is. Well, I was going to say this is one of the, the Metallica really branched out here and they did a ballady type song with the, <laughs> with what C with a C A minor G E minor. Like mm-hmm. that's all their ballads up to this point. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't really reach out a whole lot on this, but I think they were going for the uh, opposite, right? Of um, sanitarium. Yeah, Lars explains it in one of these clips. He says basically yeah. instead of instead of uh heavy chorus, light verse, yeah. heavy chorus, they went the opposite way. Exactly. It's reversed. Yeah. yeah. yeah reversed. I have a clip of Lars saying exactly that. I don't think we need to play it. I mean, you just said exactly what he says in the clip. Yeah, that's so. what he says. But that's yeah. exactly what it is. That's yeah. And uh, I have not heard the clip, so that I but I've read you it's amazing how we talk about the uh these old albums. It's amazing how much stuff I I can somehow pull up from magazine. Yeah. Read, you know? Like, oh, yeah. 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 
magazines, Headbangers Ball, MTV. Like, yeah. At this point, Metallica was so stuck. big that they were on MTV a lot. Not just Headbangers yeah, yeah. Ball, they were on MTV a lot. So, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so we were seeing them all over the place. So. One way or another, with when it comes to this song, I would say as much as, I mean, you know, Enter Sandman probably gets overplayed more than this. The over oh, yeah. the overplaying yeah. of this song is what made me just sick of it. I didn't feel like it, this ever got overplayed. I think me. nothing else matters was the bigger one. Nothing oh, else yeah. too far. That, that song got destroyed for me. It's like yeah. the rooster. For I, I don't know. Like this one, yeah. all I remember is the goddamn video. Of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was, loved this video. It was Matt Mahern too, right? This yeah. one actually, I, I I thought was pretty cool. But. Well, there was the the long version and the short version. Yeah, the long. I think was there like was a long, short, long. and you know, there were there were like eight different versions of this fucking video. There was like a radio <laughs> edit one too, which was like four minutes or something. I mean, I I, I know when 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 yeah. you know one came out and they did the three different versions of that. I thought it was awesome when they did that with this. I was like, fuck you, shut up, <laughs> just, just just play the goddamn song. Well, this song, before you even play it, is obviously um, an a, uh, homage to the Spaghetti Western. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, Clint Eastwood's. Ennio Morricone. Morricone. Yeah. Morricone. Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously. Because now I hear it and I think it's a Modelo Especial commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this was they, – they were obviously going for it and that, was, that had been their intro already, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that aspect of it is very cool. Yeah, we'll play a little yeah. bit. And, and in fact, compared to the other two Unforgivens, this is by far the most spaghetti western oh, yeah. sounding. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play as a clip that has a more prominent isolated classical guitar. Yeah, yeah pretty cool. it's really, really I kind of cool. wish they kept it on the album. What was I saying there I about the too. classical? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And that guitar in the back, it's just an A minor going to an A major. Mm-hmm. Yep. Over and over. It's really cool, though. We'll get to the verse so you can, you know. I do want to comment. <laughs> See what YouTube says about that. <laughs> listen, if you can hear it, listen to the bass here. It's really cool. It's doing a very deliberate chords. I always thought he was just doing what the. Uh, the rhythm guitar is doing it. He's got. Well, he's 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 stepping up into the next chord. So the it's what the eighth notes right before he's he's moving up, and uh, but he's playing these open chords. Oh, okay. That give it hmm. that more of a of, because the the sound of the spaghetti western song is, is the echo that reverb, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what makes yeah. it like sound huge and desolate, and he's. He's doing that on the bass, and I, I think he does a really awesome bass line on that. Makes it all that. echo out. Whereas, that like, reverb sound. <laughs> that, man. <laughs> I think Bob Rock had a big, uh, something to do with that, because in that in Metallica podcast, Jason talks about that, that Bob Rock sort of sat down with him and said, you don't have to just follow the guitar riffs. You can 
well, I sort of let this stuff think breathe. Bob and... really said that we need new porno. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> this it, listen to that intro and and um, how it comes in. I it, I I really wish that Lars had um, dynamics right there. Oh, like, he <laughs> yeah. just he's right away boom bash, and he's got one one level. And if he, he had does. just come in soft there yeah. and like built, that would have been so much better. I think. Yeah, but, wasn't there? That was on the year and a half. Uh, documentary where they're they're arguing about that. Remember that word? Uh-uh. Bob maybe, Rock is maybe I, I subconsciously think, already knew this. I think so. I think Bob Rock is saying you had the drums really high, and I turned them down because they were overpowering everything. Right. And I was like, no, they need to be louder. And, La- and Bob Rock said, that sounds stupid. Yeah. Would you do? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think they I, found some kind of. They had to just find some common ground and decide, like, well, we'll just happy medium type thing, but. But yeah, he doesn't have dynamics. He never, he never really has. Yeah, no. he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it's he's, the same thing on nothing else matters. You know, it's like yeah, he especially Lars. Yeah, exactly. He yeah, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't really. He's just like <laughs> like Lars. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me play this little uh, isolated. I mean, that's part of the right instrument, here. though, isn't it? It, it's it not is. Just yeah, this sure. way. It's it's this. You know, up and down. Like your dynamics are huge. The classical acoustic with a harmony. That's a nice sound. That's great. That's not very prominent in the final mix. No, it's mix. not. <laughs> Why oh, didn't they put wait. that on the album? God. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Oh, I think they, man, they say something about good. that. I think James says something about that. What is that note? Play, That's the end play? of the clip. That's the end of the clip. Oh, okay. Can you play it again? Yeah, yeah. With a harmony? That's a nice sound. What note is that? That's great. That's not very prominent. It's an F sharp. No, it's not. It. I don't know. I'd have to go figure that out. I have no idea. I feel like it's an F sharp, maybe. Yeah. Probably I think it, I think it's an F sharp under the A. So like the the second. Yeah. Fret. Um, because they they do that in uh, Master Puppets at one point. Cliff's playing an F sharp behind the the A. I think the guitar. Oh, okay. So that would that would make sense. That makes sense. Yeah. This song also features one of the best Kirk Hammett guitar solos, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I, I, agree. I love the guitar solo in the song, and it was. There's a funny story about that. I'm, I know if you're a Metallica fan, you probably know this already. But uh, Kirk said he had a he had a solo ready to go for this song going into the studio, and when he brought it in, <laughs> Bob Rock was like, "That sounds terrible." <laughs> He's like, "That's awful. That does not fit the song at all." And so he kept trying these different takes and doing these. And then finally he's like, and it's, this is on a year and a half of life. He's like, just come on, man, just fucking play something. And he kind of berates him and finally does this awesome guitar solo that it's, it's what ended up on the album. And it's just yeah. kind of, it was all improv at that point. But, uh, what? No way. Yeah, I think so. Like he's just like, this is, I think it was some stuff he was working on, but I don't think it was. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what, I, yeah, yeah. that's, a, are you kidding? Any like no. talent? I mean, listen. I I'm I don't know. I'm a huge jazz fan. I love jazz. Any improv jazz artist can fucking just go to town. You just you know give them some music and they could do the uh, something different every single time. Kirk probably came up with some garbage and it was obviously <laughs> garbage. So they were like, all right, do something else, and they kept on doing it. And you know, eventually did what he did on well here. Recorded. I'll so. let I get I get that, but I just don't I don't see Metallica 
anyone in that band as it being a one take. I'm good with that. Well, it wasn't yeah. one take. It was over and over. They kept trying different stuff, and then it was finally Bob Rock's just like... No, the, that's what I mean. But is the last one that that was good, that's what they captured and put on the album? No, no. I, I, just, so. I mean, Basically. I feel like everything is so structured and, and orchestrated with... Here, I, 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 Kirk I, I guarantee on, you, like, he, right. he recorded it, and they were like, that was awesome. All right, let's do that again, you know. That's what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't know. Here, let's... let's, let's but, like, let's tighten Kirk's. it up, right? Yeah. I can only think of just a couple guitar solos that are actually played on the spot. The Unforgiven being one of them. It's like he's got to fucking eat, sleep, and breathe this fucking solo until it's done. I just knew he could do better. I had come up with this whole thing, this really complex guitar solo, and I was really excited about it, and everyone hated it. <laughs> Is that what they're playing? And fucking play, yeah. okay? All right, man. Now that you've uh, you know warmed up, Let's hear the fucking Guitar Player of the Year solo. To take the snippet out of that video, it, it, you could say that maybe I was a bit of a jerk. Um, but there was a lot of jerks around the studio at that time. <laughs> and I really had to like really dig very, very deeply to, to get, get that, that whole feel out. I really, really, really just, just love how that, that solo starts off. There's a little part. Let me get to the solo actually, because that the actually I just don't believe. I don't. I just don't believe. I, th parts. I think he tightened up the whatever he did. I think he probably. I'm had sure. The, I'm sure he was ninety percent of yeah. it. But no, no, that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah just, I'm sure it was yeah. like that was great. Do that again, and they then they probably yeah. you know like figure out the actual notes. You should yeah. you know yeah. Right. Let me find the solo. Well, video. they probably part, had Dave yeah. Mustaine come in, and I really <laughs> <laughs> The part that I like a lot is not even part of the solo. It's it's what James is was, was, It's like this little yeah, accent thing he does during the solo that's really cool. Oh yeah, what the the bend? Yeah, yeah. And then live he sings over it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that right? Oh. You can really hear the bass here too. That's right here. We didn't even talk about a drum riff. Yeah. And there's keyboards. That's right. No shit. Synthesizers. There's synthesizers in this. Don't you ever yeah. those? Yeah. They're <laughs> organs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't. You don't. You hear them, right? Mm. There's like a just like a little progression. If you of tell notes. me where to listen, I will hear them. But okay. I don't have it isolated. But if Eric plays, wait, you, you don't have it isolated. Just... What's wrong with you? <laughs> listen to the as it as. When it goes to that, da, 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 it's like you can hear these little synthesizers in the back. Okay. Ah. Ah. It's really buried, but it is in there. Yeah. yeah. I never noticed it. Yeah. Yep. 
You're gonna be. You're gonna lose all respect for me when we get to a, vol- a wolf and man. <laughs> no. You gonna do your Jason Newstead howl? No. <laughs> I'm doing hey, a Rick Lar- Flair Lars- woo, but not a Jason Newstead howl. <laughs> woo! <laughs> uh, no, that was good, uh, guys. I quit. No. <laughs> All right. There was, uh, you did mention the drums in that song. There, there is some cool things going on with the drums, even though they're very simple. There are. Even though he comes in too hard, too he soon. He does. But once but you get going. That pre-chorus. Wait, is it pre-chorus? No. That's in the chorus, right? You're talking about the Tom thing where he goes like. Yeah. That and just the fact that he does a couple of extra <clears throat> snare hits here and there where you're like, I wouldn't have. Well, because well, that. that kind of replaces the Tom at one point, right? Yeah. Boom, ba-ba. boom, 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 ba Yeah. Yeah. Bum, bum. Yeah, he does that. Yeah, bum, bum. yeah, that double hit. Mm-hmm. That is the chorus, yeah. right? No, yeah. the chorus is after that because it gets soft. All right. Like, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. What? Yeah. So it's the I guess the pre-chorus. Pre-chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-chorus. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just it's there's a little clip too about the drums, the sound of the drums because they're so big. And that's is that one of the biggest like steering wheel tapping parts? Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Yeah. Just do, do, do. yeah. <laughs> Well, here, yeah, here's the drum sound on Unforgiven. I'll play that clip real quick. It's kind of cool. No, it's just like the the kind of ambience in the room is just so amazing. I mean, the tempo just really lends itself to the the size of the room. On the drums, we just use a lot of different room mics to get that that kind of feel, Um, and a lot of EQ. (laughs) We just pushed it. Um, as far as we could, we spent you know weeks on the drum sound. Yeah, that's not something we talked about uh, before when we were talking about kind of the production and the sound and stuff like that. They, they he did talk about uh, Lars saying that they spent like weeks, literally weeks, getting a drum sound, the drum yeah. sound they wanted, like just days and days, just getting pre-production. Drum sound. Yeah, I so. do think this is maybe the best sounding snare on an album ever. Yeah. Probably so. Probably so. Yeah. I, th- I, I, if I, I'm, a, and this is gonna be nitpicky, no, it isn't. The kick drum, <laughs> it's a little too trebly. Like, like, I, I think it sounds great, but it's a little bit. I, I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> evil looks. I, th- I know, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> oh. I, I know what you mean. I'm sorry, <laughs> Tim, you Tim re- couldn't even handle it anymore. He just had to shit it all. That's it. I left. Is that fair though? Like, like there. Yeah, I just, I, could I just use like a little more. bit more. I like it. I like to get my taint, t- uh, my taint tickled by the, <laughs> the kick drum, and it doesn't do it quite enough. We tickle your taint. Yeah, I see. I see what you mean. <laughs> they could use a little more low end. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, which I think they actually did on but, Reload. Oddly enough, I think Reload has a perfect. I kick think drum those next two albums. Are, I think they produced. I think they sound a little. I Reload agree, especially. Joe. Reload especially sounds. Really, really good production. Like production I'm wise, it's the, fantastic. The guitar sound and load is like fucking. They sound perfect. actually. Those two albums are probably the best sounding albums they've ever done. Because yeah. I think the newer two ones, they obviously Death Magnetic was a fucking disaster. <laughs> like I have to listen. I still listen. Why they did that? I will hear that one's good. That's yeah. all I will listen to now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to crank the volume up like way. Yeah, it's it's high. really quiet. Yeah. But because the uh, actual release was so shitty. Yeah. And then the last, uh, I mean, the last. Hardwired was good. 
It's fine, but it's not. It's not nearly as good as Load or Reload. So no. what? What? Even wait, Garage Days. What album are we talking about again? Gra- re- re- <laughs> <laughs> we're comparing. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, I was I was gonna talk about. I I, I just want to play the guitar sound on Load real quick because yeah yeah go ahead. I, I do think it sounds really good. I'm gonna play a little bit of uh, Outlaw Torn. Oh, I know. Torn. Leading me probably right. Outlaw Torn. Oh, oh yeah. Guitar sounds perfect. Listen to the bass guitar too, though. You can hear the actual bass notes, not the pucking, which is so prominent on the black album. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yep. God, the fucking kick drums better. I'm telling you, man, that is that is better sounding. I think so too. It's a hundred percent. It's a better produced mixed, I should say. I think so too. I think and reload reload's basically the same. Yeah, I thought reload was a little cleaner. I thought it had a little bit of a cleaner sound. Yeah, like to clean a couple things up here and there. Just so we better good, bring it back for Keith. He's gonna lose yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, gonna leave. <laughs> I think I'm gonna leave, John. All right, <laughs> I'm just gonna pass uh, out. Worry. Uh, well. Wherever I May Roam is the next one, next song. Uh, there's some cool stuff with that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the opening some really alone. Cool stuff. It's a classic opening. It's all sitar. Middle Eastern sounding. Yeah. It's a sitar. Eh, ripping off the Beatles. <laughs> Beatles invented the sitar. <laughs> That's Kirk playing that. Wait a minute. Dave Mustaine invented this. Oh, right. Dave Mustaine invented Oh, right. That's Kurt. Dave that? Mustaine. Yeah, Dave Kurt. Mustaine invented the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's a good time to come in that hard. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. 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 That, you know what that crack is, Joe? That. Where? Well, I'll rewind it because. Yeah. You hear it's like a really big. Yeah. The fuck is it? The twelve-string bass. No shit. Yeah, I'll play. There's an isolated thing from that too, I believe. Yeah, it's. How is one person making a twelve? Is that three strings at once, or is that two strings on a six-string? Oh, that crack. That was a. That crack. That's a six-string bass, right? Twelve. Twelve string. Twelve string bass. Excuse my arithmetic. That's something that needs to be addressed. <laughs> Six was not Could nearly heavy it? enough. We tried eight, and that wouldn't work, so we went to twelve. Thank crack. That sound right there. Yeah. Twelve wow. string bass. New bass frequency. <laughs> but all these sounds eastern. Like an eastern percussion instrument. Yeah. You wouldn't oh. know that that was a bass. Kind of sounds just like a big piano note. Fuck. That's so awesome. Play that again. Uh, I take it, Joe, you're about to go out and buy one of those tomorrow. I'm already (laughs) considering this. I've been on a base buying spree here. (laughs) Wow. I don't know if it's worth 
buying a bass guitar <laughs> no. just for one note. <laughs> yeah, one note. Ever. You, you, one know, note. you know damn well a 12-string bass is going to cost you at least $2,000. Oh, more than that, I'm sure. I'm sure. It sticks around on the song, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, does it come back? Yeah, he's doing it again. Right there. Boom. Right there. Oh. I figured, I swear to God, I figured that was some sort of uh, percussion. I it was percussion too, until, yeah, literally until too. today. <laughs> Going Although the way metal bass players play, it's basically kind of a percussion instrument. Well, bass is very prominent there. Oh, yeah. But do you guys get all the same about how it's so much treble on the bass? Top is it, yeah, you can really hear the note picking, yeah. Which, I don't know. I don't know if we've talked about this before, uh, about Jason. Did, did you know why he started playing with a pick? No. You ever read this? Because he isn't talented? <laughs> oh, well, I'm not getting into this purist thing, but yes, the pick is cheating. But it does sound really fucking cool a lot, so it can't yeah. cheat. Uh, uh, and it's great for when you get blisters that make it painful. Oh, when to, you when you bleed, you bleed you all over your strings. Oh, no, I don't look, bleed. I it makes get, it look cool. I stop, but um, it is good for when you're injured. As a as a side, but uh, Jason said that he started because he he, he could only afford a electric bass. He couldn't afford an amp, so he had a pick. And oh. the only way he could hear what he was doing was to hit the strings really hard oh, okay. and, and and play that way until he you know saved up. And, and obviously, he's a total pick guy ever since. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I mean, this was one of my favorites on the album for a long time. Probably, oh, yeah. I mean, it still is. I think it still is, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's a staple of their life song, still, but... It's, it hasn't yeah. aged as well for me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't... I, I a great it. guitar solo in the song, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, it, it's got that weird... Uh, scale that they use, I guess I shouldn't say weird, but it's kind of like <laughs> it's a, probably pretty standard. <laughs> well, it's not. It's more of like weird for Americans. It's it's like the it's like, a like Power Eastern Slave. Group. Yeah, it's, hmm. it's got that that vibe. Uh, Egypt by um, Merciful Fate, like that. I can't remember. Like the it's scale. what is it? Like a diminished minor? You know, I mean, it's probably just something. Probably something like, like that. Well, if I, I forget, was more I musically the, intelligent, I would know. <laughs> yeah. I forget the scale names like Alien and all that stuff. But it, right, 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 right. No, I, I still love this song. I mean, you know, like I said, I love the guitar solo. Um, yeah, and I, I love the last chorus too when it switches into the um, uh, what is it lyric? Um, oh shit, I can't remember now. I'm blanking. Cause well, I'm where spot. they kind of go up to? I think yeah, yeah, yeah. See there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a, a bit of modulation. Car carved upon my stone. That's it. Carved yeah. upon oh, my yeah. stone. Yeah, it's well done there. Yeah, it's really cool. The um, the live versions where he he screams, "I ask no one." Oh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That if if they could have done that on the album, yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I remember the first time we heard that was the American Music Awards. Remember that, Tim? Yeah, we I played it live. Yeah, just because his eyes were closed too, right? And then he looked right at the camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we and we knew exactly. Well, his voice cracked a little bit in the verse cracked. prior, and I thought he was doing it just because he was pissed off. <laughs> I, I if you want to, I have been. that. I just posted that clip if you want to. Oh, do you really? Yeah, like a few days ago, actually. That's enough. hilarious. Absolutely, I do. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Michael. Is it on your WV Monster page? Yeah, I will send you the links. It's literally, it's funny too, because you the, the clip you're talking about, Joe, where he looked right at the camera, that's mm -hmm. actually 
the thumbnail that YouTube chose. I, I, don't, I had nothing to do. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's what it chose. Yeah, I found it. Let me see if this is. This is also the first time I saw Jason with a shaved head. I yeah. I called Joe. I was like, "Are you watching this? His head is shaved." <laughs> like it was such a big deal. Why he doesn't it have, work? He just doesn't have long hair. He doesn't have any hair. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> Help! Yeah, call Joe quick. It's there. You go. <laughs> On the telephone? What is with the telephone? There it is. Whoa. He's very nasally there. That's awesome. Well, seeing that on TV was cool. Oh, hell yeah. That was, there, that was a surprise. I mean, time every, every, time, no. every time we got to see them on TV, it was like, holy Back shit. Yeah. They're actually no giving end. credit yeah. to someone that matters. And the, there was yeah. no video on the internet. You were lucky to get a web page loaded in half an hour back then. <laughs> It's yeah. true, yeah. But yeah, so but there's live versions where he he does the scream much better than that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a cool clip where Kirk talks about the solo. Uh, let me see. Rome. Let's see. Is it the same? Yeah, here we go. It's inspired by Hendrix. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I don't think I watched this mm. one yet. Let me see. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So the guitar solo to Wherever I May Roam, the way it starts out with that. That's uh, that oh, intro yeah. I snaked from um, Hendrix. I was just going to say total <laughs> Hendrix, man. Total yeah. Hendrix. I've always wanted to tell people that. Don Gruden? I never did because, you know, I didn't want to be known for, like, you know, stealing guitar solos. But all guitar players steal guitar solos or guitar licks or whatever. And uh, I just wanted a really dynamic entrance to that solo. It's very sustained with the buzz stays yeah. in it, you know what I mean? It doesn't fall away. It still keeps growling. Yeah. It's cool. Nice. Yeah. Because the the song has uh, you know an Eastern kind of feel to it, the main riff and uh, you know the sitars. I thought it'd be cool I if I used a, a, a Phrygian dominant scale, which is very Eastern sounding. Dominant. For, you know my note selection, and it worked out good. It kind of like you know, it was it, it was uh, it all followed the concept of of getting a bunch of Eastern sounding things together in one song. Yeah, worked out really well. Yeah, I didn't, that's I didn't, uh, when he heard, when I hear it now, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. what is it's uh what song is it? Is it uh there's a Hendrix song that I'm I'm thinking of. Yeah, I can't I can't place it, but I know what Nothing you're talking about. Nothing came specifically to uh, no, I, I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> there's a if twenty six, if you play that, it's really short, but there is a little bit of the solo that twenty six. Well that I've numbered all these clips because I when I, oh, when I okay. pulled it from the DVD, I numbered everything. Oh it's, yeah, I remember this. Okay, yeah. It's it's the end. It's the ending of the song where it's fading out. You can actually hear some of the stuff he's doing. Solos, yeah. Got, yeah, some of the solo stuff. Oh yeah, because they they cut they off his shit again on this one. <laughs> this is where it started to fade. Mm-hmm. Nobody fades anymore. This is like the last it's album so that, cool that it's saved. Yeah. They're going back and forth. It's dynamic and great. 
Oh, this is the part you, you don't hear on the record. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, we got a whammy. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. I haven't heard that, that one about thing, That one yeah. law thing right there where they started playing this. I haven't cool. heard that for a while. It was whammy, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Cool, man. Very cool. Um, don't tread on me. Yes. Because of freedom. <laughs> no. I, I thought this might be an issue for Keith. So. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I don't, I mean, it's, it's really like a song about war, not so much about it's about yeah. It's it's not. It, this well, was pre nine eleven, so this was not. Um, I gotta be like Toby Keith and right. praise this the military. Is, Gulf damn War, it, and, put a boot yeah. up your ass. It's American Which, way. In hindsight, the Gulf War was also a bunch of bullshit because yeah. Jesus wanted America to be America. <laughs> we, we people were afraid of the oil fields not going the right way. I guess right. Like too many America about. should be in the America of the oil. <laughs> <laughs> no, this it, I think I am one of the interviews I read about the song with James or well, James and what Thrasher or whatever we read back then. Um, he just felt patriotic because the war was ramping up, and he just wanted to write a song about America. He wasn't, and this may be hard even for us to 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 remember back then, but we weren't like. Super yeah. divided, yeah. Like we no, might be yeah. now, yeah. And yeah. we kind of all got behind it, and you know, yeah, it, so yeah. It, the the original Iraq War was like, wait, what are we doing? Huh? <laughs> yeah. All right, like, yeah, we hate that guy. Yeah, I guess so. I'm, hey, I mean, yeah. no, it's the bomb. <laughs> it wasn't, but 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 being pro-war wasn't um, it, it at that stage wasn't like. Being with like Bush Senior, you know what I mean? Like it was just right. like you. We were more. I, it sucks to say this. We were more of a country in that sense. I think. Yeah. We're, yeah. No, yeah. I agree with that. I hear what you're saying. For better or worse, I don't know. Maybe it's better that we're a little smarter about things now. Maybe we wouldn't feel that way. There, there was no internet now. back then. Right. Yeah. So we, we just got what the news said, and yeah. and the news being going to war pretty, with. Saddam is the right thing to do, so you should be uh, applauding <laughs> this the, decision. And the thing was over in a year, so it was really like, uh, from, yeah. from from build up to end, like out, you know, <laughs> no. like, it didn't end. We won, but that wasn't the end. And that's <laughs> well, is that a fair assessment of this? Like, yeah, no, I think it's so. not. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's it, not even pro military that much. It's just like. It's, it's pro. You were saying before it's more patriotic. It's not like yeah, yeah. It's just you know, I love the country where I live, and you know we're you know. I mean, for, I I, for, I always love the lyric to 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 secure pieces to prepare for war like that. Yeah. That actually is. I don't think he. I don't statement. think he wrote that, but I'm I'm sure he didn't. I actually I think I, that's I like, a saying. I just like that statement. You know? Yeah, it's great. And um, very true. Uh, um, and and whenever I, I don't know how he is now politically, but whenever I've like read interviews with James, he's come across as much more liberal than um really? sorry, even though he's I think he's got he's got elements of both. I think he's kind of yeah, yeah he does. He yeah. does. He's he's, sure. he's got the red he's kinda of got the redneck. He's like, got the redneck hunter, yeah. hunter. Oh, a little bit. But, yeah. But well, I, he moved I think out of be, California. Well, you can, you, 
you can certainly be a liberal and hunt. Like yeah. it's not. He, he's got yeah. more of that. More of that. Austin, Texas, kind of feel. Well, he lives in Vail, Colorado he, now. He doesn't even live in San Francisco anymore. So, yeah. But no, what you said is right, Keith. Like, there's. <laughs> he's nobody, he's he's Texas, but he's Austin, Texas. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just a Rolling Stone shit all over this song because they said that how could they write a song like this after writing one of the biggest anti-war songs with one. I was like, when is it an anti-war t- song? Yeah, that's not an anti-war song. That's a, a, a How song about disposable, a hero, disposable Heroes, maybe. Disposable Heroes, yeah. yeah that makes one sense. was not. One was But that's the other the thing, too, is, is James said Disposable Heroes and um, I the Beholder um, at, at in 91 when I was reading the interview. He said those were his, the the two songs he was, like the lyrics he was most proud of. Huh. Uh, great I the beholder, I think, might be the best lyrics he ever wrote. I mean, that is That's badass. Good. Yeah. yeah, disposable heroes is very disposable oh, heroes, anti-military. Yeah, yeah. so and, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's why I wanted to jump out on this topic because I, I just don't think I don't think this is really even pro. It's obviously pro defense. It's it's not pro. It's not explicitly pro-military, really. You know what I mean? It's the only song on the album that's not... We were talking about earlier the Introspective. lyrics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the only song that's more about current affairs or current mm-hmm. you know, yeah. current events or whatever. It's not, you know, social... This is definitely social, a CNN Yeah, song. exactly. Like he was mm-hmm. saying, you know, I could turn on CNN. This is definitely... I mean, I think in the year yeah. and a half of the life, they actually show them, like... I mean, I'm sure they weren't... They, they show them watching CNN or something. That's, just, yeah. that's, not, that's not how they wrote the song, I know. But, you know... It's definitely it has that feel like you know, I was watching CNN and, one day and came up with these lyrics. That's how the country felt. Like we were. Oh, and I was sixteen, to to and I was still and... you know living with my right wing dad, and <laughs> you know, like I was all over this song. <laughs> like, yeah, America. What is the what is the little tune they're uh, they're playing at the beginning of the song? What's that from? It's from um, um, is it the uh, Jets and the Sharks? No, there's oh. a, there's a there's a show it's from. Yeah, that's what. No, it's from a musical. Musical, okay, yeah. You think it's in America? Uh, West Side Story. Something. Yeah, West Side Story. Is that what it is? Okay. It's in Maria. She's coming to America. Oh my America. God! You know, I never knew. That. <laughs> you never knew that, really? No. Oh wow, that's no. I'm not a big West Side Story it's, fan. It's I, uh, I'm not either, but I've seen it. But now that I hear it, I'm like, oh, I know that song. Hey, I yeah. love Rita Marino. Moreno. It's one of yeah. the only things that I did actually dislike on yeah. this album. I, I never, up, I never um, liked that. Eric, if you want to play America West Side Story, if you can share that. I know so what song it is now, and I'm thinking about it. Like, and an America, and an America. Yeah, it's, it's goofy. I don't know why. I don't know why they did that. Because the song's about America. I know, but it's it's cheesy. Oh, I, I never felt that way. I guess you're not a real fan. I, I kind of liked it. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Always the population growing. Oof, come on, fast off. <laughs> I don't know where it starts. I don't know this song. I have no idea. Well, it's got to be English first, so. Is it, are they speaking English? I can't tell. There we go. There we go. For a small fee in America. God. Oh, now Eric hates the song too. Damn, I hate music. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 hey, 
Fuck I think you. it's cool that they worked I time it in out, there. Time out. Uh, I, I, I never realized that until this second. And Me I either. Love that that is what they were doing. Uh, really? Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I, cabaret. You know, West Side Story. Fan of the Opera. Give it to me. I love well, it. It doesn't come. They only do that. What, what, yeah, it's 10 the seconds. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty it. quick. Yeah. This is much like holier than now. This is also kind of a weird riff to play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a swing beat. Which they do in the next album and which song, guys? Oh, I actually have no idea. I know you don't. Uh, I don't know. What? Come on. I I, I know. I, uh... Ooh, I want to feel you. That one with the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the oh, semen. Yeah. Two by four. Two, two by, by four. Yeah, yeah. The That's semen it. one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's on load, right? It's on load, yeah. Yes, that's, yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's about yeah. hitting somebody in the face with a two-by-four. With semen <laughs> on it. Ooh, I'm gonna take you. <laughs> the, the best line of that song is the joy of violent movement. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a cool great line. So good. With semen oh. on it. All right. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I just want to say Volbeat did this song better. No, <laughs> they did a good job. That's for sure. They did oh, do a they, good job. They did. They did. The best. Have you heard this one, Keith? Absolutely not. Oh, the Volbeat. <laughs> you, need to, you need to look up the Volbeat. Uh, I'll, I'll do it. When you, we're done. You're not going to remember, but no, I'm not. And I'm we'll send not it. Gonna in even a, do we'll it. Send it in a text right. later. Don't worry about it. Through the never. Through the never. Uh, yeah, this is the Master of Puppets riff, basically. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. It's a little happier. Than You know that time, like it's yeah, you it's basically yeah. that riff, but just over you and over and over. Again. Yeah, yeah. Well, sort of. It's me and F sharp as opposed to me and F. And Wait, then it goes Master up to Puppets, that. Master Puppets climbs up. On the Wait, I know, I know. Okay. This was probably my favorite song when I first. That's yeah. a great song. All right. It's still one of my favorites. Yeah. That middle part. It's got a, it, that riff is that riff is kind of thrashy still. Like you said, yeah. it's Master Buffets. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like all down B right there. Yeah. There's some cool bass licks in here that you got to listen for. Double bass, double bass, yeah, yeah. Double bass, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's still a cool drum. Oh yeah. So hold off. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. I was so um, happy that they. We should probably play the middle part. part too. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. about that. I think and and Kirk wrote that, didn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, he he talked about it on that uh, mandatory Metallica. You know, but that I, and I, I forget what he said he was doing. He's trying to play like a riff from some other bands again, kind of like Inner Sandman. Yeah, that's a great. Oh, he said he was trying to come up. He was trying to come up with a Slayer riff. Oh, that does kind of Slayer. 
Yeah. And you just slowed it down and then do this. And a little hi hat. Yeah. Rare, a rare hi hat thing from Mars. Yeah. This is the bass. It's, it's not following the guitar exactly. Yeah, it's like dun 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 dun. He's yeah. going go back to the G. Yeah. And I think it's a Bob Rock thing. Probably. Yeah. Love that riff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So cool. In fact, there's um, on the... Uh, little the, time change. Uh, what's the cover? Garage Blacklist or whatever. Oh, Blacklist. The blacklist, yeah. There's um, there's like a, it's, I don't know what genre it is, but it's it's like R and B ish. Yeah, I've that. heard it. I think it sounds awesome. <laughs> Nothing. It's not metal at all. It's just a lot of just hearing those. Yeah, yeah. Just hearing the uh, the words, James's lyrics in that new format, mm. and, and and they still follow the key basically. But, yeah. Um, well, they don't they have, have to. to. Some of those don't at all. I don't no, know. some so of those are like take complete. It's like I've never heard the song. Here's the lyrics. Write a right. song over it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. Some of a lot of that's hot garbage, as you would expect from oh, yeah. something like that. There's a couple songs a where I just fast forward, and I was like, I'm not listening. Oh, that's yeah, terrible. But um, yeah. yeah, there's. I should probably look. We can continue on, but I'm going to look up the name of it. Well, nothing else matters is the next song, which Metalla Ballads. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is—is is this the—is this longer than? Uh, uh yes, the by like twenty seconds. That's surprising. Is it? Oh, it's uh, Tommy Owo. No, it's that by two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm forgiving six twenty-seven. Nothing else matters. Six twenty-nine. So it's basically the same. Wow. Thing. No, no, I'm talking about. Wait, I'm, wait, wait. It's only. It's I'm less than the seven never, minutes. The, the cover version. I know. Tommy was asking about Tom something else. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, actually, we've all, the rest of the show. <laughs> I said I wanted to give credit to the song. It's Tommy Owo. I'm just wondering if that's how you're supposed to say it, if you know. I don't know. None of us do, because um, none of us all are right. cultured. Well, here, I have the song right here. I can play it. Is this it? This is it, right? Yeah. It's very Chardet. It is. It's kind of cool. I, I like that a lot. That is, that's fantastic. Cool. Yeah, I gotta listen to the entire album. I haven't taken the time to do that. It's like you know, yeah. three hours it's long. Too, well, that's too many songs. Yeah. You gotta do chunks. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. To, no, I really, I really like. I that like version. it. Yeah. That is that is really. I mean, they took they completely deconstructed the song. You know, 
Yep. Yeah. It's a remake. Exactly. That's a yep. complete utter remake. While you're there, you might as well play the Volbeat. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> well, I. <laughs> you know the Volbeat? Yeah. I, I moved to on, on already. Uh, do I even know who Volbeat is? You know who. <laughs> I don't know. Well, probably. Maybe you don't. I don't know. What's, what's that John C. Riley where he's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They totally it's changed so up the groove. It's so them, though. Oh, yeah. It's so much better. They're Danish. Give him a break, Keith. They're Danish, and he's like Elvis meets Metallica. Well, basically. The, <laughs> but but they've got they've got the inflection of the <laughs> and the all right. You know all of that. Terrible. They got that perfect. You know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Terrible idea. <laughs> what what is kind of worms have I opened? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Move on to nothing else matters. As he says, it says in the beginning of one. Yeah. The longest song on the album. Nothing We're else going into that. It's not what actually. Six. Uh, anyway, I don't know. There's. A, I mean, again, overplayed. Um, mm-hmm. It's you know not surprisingly overplayed. Miley's takeaway is that Elton John is a huge fan of this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he called it one of the most. What did he say? One of the most beautiful songs ever written. Most beautiful songs ever written. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was. Jan- I love that. James did exactly what I was Anybody. about to do for him. <laughs> yeah. uh, he just was like, yeah, he cried. Cry. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. I Look, I, Joe, you said you liked that through the number. I like the Miley Cyrus cover of this song. I'll fucking say it. I don't care. I haven't heard it. No, I haven't heard that one. It's, it's not good. bad. It's Miley Cyrus singing and, and Elton John on piano. I mean, Miley Cyrus has kind of a mannish voice, but otherwise it's pretty good song. <laughs> she, she does. does look a bit mannish you got to admit well you have to admit she is rather mannish <laughs> i mean i don't need to play this right i mean we've all heard this no we i don't I, I, for the record that was austin powers i don't i know she looks i know mannish. that's a man baby <laughs> it's a man baby it's a man baby it's a man baby <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything no, or nothing else is, matters that we need it's to? A good, it's a good song. It's just overplayed. It is a good song. And, I, yeah. I, and I'm, you know, if they, they should retire from their set because yes. if you got to understand, man, that's enough. I, um, during that mandatory Metallica, Kirk was really talking about the uh, intro and how the guitars, you know, it, it starts off easy as fuck, right? Oh, yeah. You play it one-handed. It's all but open. But then open as, soon as, yeah. as soon as it changes, it's like one of the... Like it's fucking it's, complex. It is shit. complicated. It never, took me a while to learn that. I, yeah. I could never play that on guitar. Yeah, and it's and fun to play. I, I if, often, whenever I pick up an acoustic guitar, that's one of the first things I play. Maybe we should at least play. play that part because, like, yeah, that's really fucking great guitar playing right there. Mm-hmm. And to, to come up with that, everybody can do that. It's, yeah, it's all open. It's, it's <laughs> open six GBE. It's E G B E. Open six three one. I think in back. Now you're fucked, though. This is all this James, is... though. This is James right throughout all of this. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Is it? 
Doesn't he write everything? Well, well, it's kind of lead-ish. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of but complexity. The, the clucking, the, the finger-picking here. Like. Yeah. Strings. Yeah. Which I think Bob Rock, he wanted higher in the mix, didn't he? Yeah, he there's, did. there's well, a clip we should play. There's Because they got Michael Kamen to do that. That's actually... Uh, has he, he died? He yeah, died, he died. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Was it last year? Yeah, a few years, years ago. It's been a while. What was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been like six or seven years, I think. But it yeah, Michael Kamen cool was clip. sent. they like, we want you to put some strings to this. And uh, he did a whole arrangement <clears throat> and sent it back. And he's like, and as most rock bands do, they said nothing. And then I hear the album and it's like really low in the mix. Yeah. And then he saw him at a concert and came backstage and was like, and they were all like, oh, Michael Kamen, we love what you do with Nothing Else Matters. And he's like, well, great. I didn't really hear it, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lars played him the elevator version of Nothing Else Matters, which is basically just the orchestra and James singing. I think it was a B-side on, on Nothing Else Matters. Yeah, it was single one, of the, like one of the singles, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, it is in there. It's just hard to hear sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But you can listen to S&M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the song didn't, I mean, it was, almost didn't appear on the album. And James, it was his kind of own thing that James put together for kind of himself. And he's self-conscious about it. Lars heard it and James was like, oh shit, <laughs> I guess yeah. this is going on an album now. So yeah. yeah. But yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Wolf of Man, of Wolf and Man. I played a little bit of that. It's great. Uh, it's a great song. To start the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Really? really? I love that song. This yeah. song sucks. Very aggressive. What? <laughs> this song sucks. This song is great. <laughs> Doesn't suck. Oh, you're no. drunk. It's got a, that that riff. <clears throat> that riff is so what good. What riff? Which the, one? The, the main riff. The main riff. This riff. It's another fun riff to play to. Jason is actually playing a low E and a high E there. But since all you hear is the pick, it sounds like the same thing over and over. That riff. Yeah. You hear the bass behind it? It doesn't sound like a beat, right? Yeah. So if you hear a live version, Jason copies the guitar. Oh, does he? On the album. He's playing this low. He only, he only copies the guitar right before the uh, the turnaround to the next riff. Ah. He plays the low E, and it sounds so fucking good on the album. But if you listen to the live version, it's like he has this thing where he's got to play the guitar part all the time, and he goes back to it, <laughs> and it's not as good. And well, I, I guarantee that. you that was I guarantee you that was Bob Rock saying, "Stop it." Yeah. Just play the fucking E. Probably. But he was live. Was like, no, nah, I want to do this. Yeah, it looks cooler if I do this. And it is boring to play the fucking E string. I get it, but sounds if better. it sounds better, fucking play it, man. You yeah. know? Yeah. Man. Man. Yeah, man. Man. Man, man. <laughs> I love this guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked a little bit about the lyrics earlier, but again, it's like, you know, hunting yeah, and becoming so, one with the earth and all that stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. Can I let me let me just make my Using your guns to shoot. <laughs> Let me make the confession here. I listened to it, uh, the remastered version the other day going to work. Yeah. And 
I, I, I really think this was the first time I ever actually heard the double bass. Really? What? Yes. And I feel like a fucking asshole for Wait, this. Wait, maybe part. I don't know. Where is it? What? It's the part seek where he says, the, seek the sick wolf, wolf in thyself. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. There's a fucking double bass there. And, and it's just, 16th note double bass. Fast. It, it is. And I was like, yeah. oh, holy fuck. Yeah. Let me play Because nothing play. else is doing anything that fast in that part. The, ba- the and, guitars and bass are not. And I don't know why, but... It's, it's just bomb, 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 bomb. And he goes... But the drums are just fucking going nuts right there. And they bury it in the mix. Yeah. And the re- I took the remaster for me to like... This is the remaster yeah. here. So. Wow, it really is buried, though. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So I'm not an asshole for not knowing them. He I did a full-blown double bass. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. bury that. Ah, fuck you, Bob Rock. <laughs> he can't do dynamics on the beginning of Unforgiven. <laughs> yeah. But, but <laughs> they're like, bury the double bass. bass. But, but, but I know guys, it's cool as shit, but just put it back there. How would you know if, if the main character is shape-shifted into... The Wolfman. There's no Wolfman. That's man. why they had to bury it. <laughs> There's no <you> Wolfman. <laughs> this is not about mis- mystery and, and, and <laughs> or not mystery, but like occult, occult, <laughs> occult, occult. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I wonder if he did that because he was trying to get away from the thrash side of things, and he's like, "Well, I'm hat one foot in, one foot out on thrash." Stuff, could you? So just- could you? Do your impression of him while you say that? Uh, I don't think we should put the double bass up that high. It should obviously. probably be obviously should bury it in the mix because that's very much in the thrash world. So you want to not have that prominent, right? Obviously. <laughs> Great. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to find a clip that uh... that. Uh... That actually, that chorus, or the chorus is kind of like the verse riff, with the but they just move up a step, right? It's kind of the yeah, change, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I, I remember, God, I can't believe how much I remember reading about this album. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I remember Kirk thinking uh, that it was very difficult to find a key to solo to in that, and he's actually got one of the cooler solos that he's ever done in the song. I think it's just oh I yeah, don't know. it's it. We should probably play some of the solo, right? Yeah, I can play that. It's I don't even think it's that probably it's probably not that hard, right? I don't know if I've ever learned the solo in this song. A lot of open stuff, just pull offs all the way down the neck, yeah. It just fits the song so well. Yeah. Oh blues. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's one of it's maybe maybe this is one of his more underrated solos. Yeah. I will say this is when when uh, Kirk started doing a lot of the that solo started with where he's just basically pulling off like doing a pull off at the starting at the top of the neck and just going all the way down, just you know, pulling off to an open 
to an open string. So he's just going, mm-hmm. diddle, 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 diddle. He did that. Although he does that on the Creeping Death solo too. So hmm. it's not the first time. I think it's it. a staple of his. He does it, in, I think, the Master Puppet solo as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It is all over the place, I guess. He just does it a lot. Like when he improvises solos live now too, he does that a lot. It's one, yeah. of, his, one of his favorite things to That's do. That's true. I, I hadn't thought about it, but yeah. I, even I, not knowing how to play guitar solos, can tell he's, <laughs> he's doing that. Yeah. It gives you. It just gives you an extra note to throw in. Yeah. So it's something that it's. It sounds a lot more complicated than it actually is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Do we have more on this, or do you want to? Uh, I think I thought I... you were pulling up a click uh, clip, so I didn't. Oh no. No, there's there's no clips on this one for some reason. Right. That DVD I had didn't a, really. I had talk a clip for. This. I had a clip for Keith that I was going to play. Oh. Oh. Oh, he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your window down. <laughs> I'm not that drunk. <laughs> no, he's, he's just drunk. angry. He's just had enough Metallica. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's go to the next God one. God failed. Uh, All right. Good. Drop one of, one of, one of two down. songs. Yeah. One of two songs that are not in standard E yep. on this. Sabbath true. We, I guess we kind of mentioned is that a full step down. Yeah. And this is a half step. Yep. Which yep. I, I'm, I'm beginning to think is the perfect rock key or, or tooting i should say oh yeah I, I i think that should be the standard from now on <laughs> well it's what alice in chains tunes in all the time uh, yeah most of it yeah but then they drop it another rock they do yeah they'll do like what is that drop c sharp i guess technically. half of thin lizzie songs i think are in the drop and it's what metallica still plays live is is half step down yep yep mm-hmm. even though their albums aren't but that's right so this this song came out like a year after Dawn Patrol. <laughs> and it has that very similar feel to, to open the song. Oh, it's true. You know? And yeah. the end of the song yeah. is, is very I similar love to the a Megadeth song. Yes. Yeah, that's true. You can definitely tell he's playing yeah, with a pick, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can definitely tell he's Oops. playing with a pick. He, he's playing a pick. Yeah. Oh, there's a cool... That right there, that little. Yeah, that's the shotgun. The shotgun. Oh no, shit. Yeah. That yeah. Huh. That was in a year and a half of life of actually. Yeah, yeah. I remember that now. It's very quiet, but you can hear it fairly. Yeah. That's a massive riff. You can and you can hear the bass on this one really well. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, it's heavy. I know. Yeah. I, love that. I for I forget about this song a lot, and I shouldn't. Like this is. I don't think they ever. They hardly ever play this live, right? Yeah, Pretty we rare. play it live in what was that 2009? Or was it 2004? So, yeah. I don't know. One of those. Oh yeah, I think it was four. Yeah. The song's about his mom dying. Yep. Being raised Christian science. Science. Yeah, there's yeah. a scientist. There's like a clip that's going to play it as a clip. Oh, there is a clip. Well, I thought it was, I thought, I thought Lars's relationship with. This is about James's no, this is mom. James, yeah. Here, I'll play Oh, really? Clip. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. The God That Failed, which was. Um, Ooh, he's uh, in trouble. Basically about. 
me being forced into a certain religious belief at a young age that uh, uh, my parents were raising me as a Christian science, Christian scientist, um, which basically you're not believing in doctors. And uh, I mean, there's some great aspects to the religion, uh, uh, but for a child, it was a little difficult to grasp. Uh, it's, it's one of those religions that uh, I think you, you can understand a little better when you're older <laughs> and have been to the doctor and understand what it's about. And basically mind over matter. And uh, it was difficult. It was very alienating for me as a child being raised this religion and how uh, I couldn't attend certain health classes at school. You know, when you're in elementary school, you want to you be hanging out with the buddies and doing stuff together. And, and all of a sudden... You know, they'd get their health books out and I wasn't supposed to learn about the body because, you know, this is just a shell for your soul and all of this. And you don't need to know about it because you're never going to the doctor and you don't, you know, God will fix whatever ails you. And so I'd have to get up and leave class and, you know, I was just, you know, whisperings, you know, what's, how come you leave every time? And then I'd have to go into this whole explanation about the religion and, you know, when you're, seven years old you don't want to sit there and do that to everybody and you're on the football team and you know get exempted from taking you know your physical and all of this and it just it wasn't uh it didn't make me feel a part of this earth really it actually really alienated me just uh you know as as silly as it sounds but it really did um uh so that the song, The God That Failed, was kind of revisiting some of that alienation and uh, and the repercussions of it all. Um, you know, the, the title was a, was a little heavy for some people and, you know, Metallica attacking religion and all this. And yeah, it's, it's just my thoughts on my childhood and they can't deny me that, you know, I can, that's a therapy for myself. That's it. Did they get? I don't. I don't remember them getting backlash. I don't remember that either. Don't yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I think, think anytime you put of, you put. God I think that was pretty. Ex- well, it had to be pretty expected by the genre that they were. Yeah. The, yeah. Really. Like Striper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I never took that song even to be um, anti-religion. No, Broadly, not really. Right. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was very specific to his situation in that, yeah, in the yeah. way he sings that. Yeah, at the, at mean, the time, I, at the time in my life, I was actually still extraordinarily religious at this time. You know, I was, you know, still very much practicing. You know, Christian all religiosity all. is extraordinary yeah. to me, but <laughs> but one way or another. So this song did kind of irk me. Really, oh, just like when you first heard what it. What do you mean? God no. to fail. God never fails. You know, it's just what a snowflake. Hey, you know, you know me. You know, I'm, I'm so liberal. <laughs> Wasn't then. Yeah. Huh. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know people were butthurt about this song. Good. They should have been. <laughs> mm. Definitely the, underrated. Uh, but uh, the, this is now. This is now. I mean, well, this is we, now my my my. Probably my favorite song. Oh wow. uh, yeah, it, it's it's it. I, I I forget about it. I don't know why. The um, from the bassist perspective, this was a a cool song because not only the intro is very, it's obviously bass guitar, right? Yeah. And, and he gets it's almost like 
Hey, Jason, we know we fucked you the last time. <laughs> I know. We'll give you two in a row. <laughs> two in a row, yeah. yeah. Very I know, two in a row. Yeah. But um, during the solo, I don't know if you guys have really paid, like tuned into it, but during this, the guitar solo, there's actually a lot of cool bass stuff going on in the background, which is it, well, there's very good- abnormal for um, – for, uh, a recording, I guess, of Metallica, because I think that they, they keep things very simple rhythmically behind yeah, yeah. The, the solos. Uh, obviously, live they're going to do whatever the fuck they want, but this one he's he's actually he's kind of doing a bass solo behind the guitar solo. Oh, hmm. I don't, I don't know if you if you've ever really picked up on that. it, but, but but listen to it and try to focus on the bass. Yeah. Hmm. Keeps going. He's like. It was actually. Frustrating for me trying to learn this album. I bet. Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't play that part. Yeah. I'm not good. Because you can hear him doing shit, but I can't hear exactly what he's doing. Yeah, I know because it, it's very. Tr- it, it, if it had been a load, you would have yeah. heard perfectly be like, "Oh, it's so cool." <laughs> yeah. But here, you just kind of mostly hear the pick, right? Yeah, Still. yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, great. Another great guitar solo too, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it yeah. is. That whole part's it awesome. Is. Even the drums are. He's doing some cool stuff on drums. Yeah, in that part. Yeah. This might this might be my favorite song on the album. Oh, even <laughs> with Keith, my, I think my friend of misery I mean, is, is better. My favorite, huh? my friend of misery is actually my favorite song. So I know it's it's these what? two are really close. Yes, sir, my they're very close. Misery, oh, that's yeah. a great song. You don't like this song, Keith? It's got a cowbell. <laughs> Wolf that's and Man is the is the worst. <laughs> my friend of misery, I think, is. Oh my god! The just above no, this no, song. No, no, oh my no, no, no. god! The middle you know, part is they, so fucking good. The guitar solos, I don't fucking notice them because they. Suck. What? Well, you have to listen to them sometimes. Don't right. notice All right. them. Then let's good segue. Let's go right into my friend of misery. Okay, well I'll go right to the fucking guitar solo if you want. <laughs> How can a bass player not like this song? Yeah. This, this is, a, is such a fun. The, oh the chorus. This song is. The chorus. This song is so fun to play. This was supposed to be. I, I don't do covers, man. An instru- right. Well, Jason thought this was going to be an instrumental. He was hoping yeah, it would be an instrumental. Yeah, it's going to be the instrumental. Because he had a whole... Well, when he played the bass solo live, he played a little more... Yeah, he had that extra part. That yeah. that was, that's how it was originally written. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I love the intro, but, you know, I wrote down this song is... No. It's the longest song on the album. It is, yeah. 650. I've got a 649, but <laughs> who's counting? Local harmonies. Yeah. The bass is just basically I, the, 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 the bass. That's great. Sounds good, and you can hear everything. I hate the vocals. 
What? Well, I don't hate the vote. Now, Bell Bell. The way of the world. What is this, glam metal? What the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. That's right. My friend of Middle Red. All right, now I'm going to get on a festival. What, what does he sound different than the rest of the album? Yeah, I don't know what. Where, where are you coming with this? I don't know. I, I don't know. I All I hear is. This part is fucking amazing. Like so shit. good. And the solo here with the octave pedal. Oh. Tamper, we get some more percussions in the press. Yeah. This might be another part where Lars could have. Yeah. yeah. Oof. This solo right here, though. Builds back up. Yeah. Chills every time. It's like Violet Fire. From Violet Fire. Ah, so fucking good. That's one of the best things Metallica's ever done, ever, period. But oh, we're God. leaving out the um, God, so the funny. chorus riff, too, is really groovy and good on this. Dun, 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 they're doing dun, it right dun, now, dun, actually. Dun, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's the right. chorus riff. The bass is actually changing a little there with the, the guitar riff, but it's doing the same thing. That the chromatic... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. a heavy fuck wrist. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Good solo here too. Yeah. Shit, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, to, to me, the solo was way too wanky. Nah. This part. Oh, yeah. yeah. The that groove is playing awesome. Yeah. He's hitting that. Right in the yeah. crash. Yeah. Cowbell. Yep. There's a little too much cowbell in this movie, but <laughs> I like the opposite of Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh. oh, that might be my favorite song on the album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. I agree with Keith on his favorite, and then I agree with Keith, or disagree with Keith on his least favorite here. <laughs> oh, no, that wasn't your least favorite. What the Wolf and Man was his least favorite. Oh, vo- oh my God, okay. Wolf of Man. Wait. Well, the last two were, the last two are better than Wolf of Man. You like Nothing Wolf Else Matters better that. than Wolf of Man? 
It's so I, hard I mean, to judge. Not, I mean, that's the one thing. Not, nothing else matters. The problem with that is the overplaying of it. Over, yeah. It's, it's I, impossible I, I, to judge I, that. Exactly. I mean, that's the one thing. Everybody's in solid tune. It, it, like, it's purpose. It's meaning the lyrics. The fucking lyrics of that song are fucking solid. Yeah. It's, it it's like loses, being a juror. It loses and they, that. They're like, you, you, you know too much. In echo. You can't, you can't judge. You know, yeah. like, when I listen to... I, mean, I, I actually... <laughs> When I hear fucking, you know, uh, Another Brick on the Wall Part 2, I turn it off when I hear that on the radio. Me too. I mean, it's just like... <laughs> For different I, reasons. I mean, it's just like, god damn it. I mean, they've ruined <laughs> what would be, what should be a great song. I, I can't stand hearing the song anymore. All right, we've reached the final song on the album. Struggle. 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 We talked a little bit about this already. Except the Japanese yeah. bonus edition has so what? That's true. The 13th tracks. So yeah, well. which I actually like that tune. That, that was, no shit. I mean, I, I, I mean, never I heard too. it before. Well, it's a cover song. Yeah, I yeah. yes. Uh, Anti-Nowhere hey, League. It's, it's a punk song. Yes. <laughs> it's Anti-Nowhere the Anti-Nowhere League. League. Oh. I, Jinx by me, Coke. Don't. Don't actually do that. I don't even like So that. let's let's play a little bit of Struggle with them because it's got that weird, there's weird, like, time changes and... Why is he going so nuts with the hi-hat there? I think it's a feel thing. Oh, I also think it's... Is it because of the guitar riff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's locking it with the guitar and it feels right. Because I, I kind of get like why he's doing that. Like, it feels right. It's a weird thing. I don't know. So the first verse I'm okay with. I can usually yeah. drum along to that one just fine. It's, then it gets the second and third verse. You're like, "What are you doing?" Why? Yeah, why is that? It's, it changes. Weird. I don't. I don't think it's that. Did it not change? Weird. It's just weird. It's not what my brain says to do. That's the thing with the song. I feel like it was piecemeal. We had we want we want another song on the album, but we don't want it to be that long. And they just kind of shoehorned it at the at the back. Yeah, um, it's there's a riff. And, um, the chorus. And they could they they could have evolved this. Yeah, it just needs some yeah, more parts. And there's a one. There's one riff. That yeah, they, you know what, Keith? I don't. I don't know if I'd say the chorus sucks, but I think the chorus is more of like a pre-chorus to what should have been the chorus. Like that's kind of what we. And we've talked about that in the uh, like holier than now. It just needed. We need something thing. more. Yeah. Where's they that? were they were they were so anti extra things. I guess they were like, no. Nope, yeah. That's it. Well, there is one riff that's. Well, that no, I, I don't really... think I don't think it's they. I think it's Lars. Because fuck you, Lars. Mm. Well, one riff. There's this is one riff that needed to be fleshed out more. Is it that? It's the right at the end of the Yeah. They do it for like 10 seconds. Go! 
Yeah. Best riff in the song. Yeah. And then it's over. That should have been the intro riff, actually. Yeah, and then you could have you could have like halftime that and then like a da 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 and like halftime the drums. Did I just say how Metallica should write a song? Yeah, you did. We're all doing that right now. And that could have been like a blackened kind of thing where it's like. All right. I'm going to work in some sort of an arrangement. Yeah, take well take that live thing, you know that's a good one minute intro, yeah. and then that riff there needs it just needs to be like four times as long. It needs to be you can do the speedy part, double that, and then play it again a half half time, half time drums. I feel and like it, the, with Steve like Harris on bass. Yeah, well, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> I don't think you need that. I just feel like the uh, it was like they had they were like we got to do something. Metalish, yeah, thrashish. Though here's some riffs we have. I got some leftover lyrics. Let's just do this, and it we'll, we'll just stick it at the end. Yeah. Like, and that's not fair because the the riffs aren't the riffs are good. They're good. They're really good. And and I'm sure that's not what they consciously said. You know, like that's ridiculous, no. right? But I, I I wonder if that was their subconscious mentality about it. Probably. You know, like maybe. Yeah. And we'll put some time changes in here for no reason because that's what we did on the <laughs> last album. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing I don't get about this song. It's just like time changes out of the middle of nowhere. Like, why did you feel necessary yeah, to do that? because time changes need to have a purpose, right? They need it's to like like a, build tension or like the song well, change, change, can, the, change the mood or something, right? Or or maybe, maybe you do a time change every fourth measure because it gives it a little bit of weirdness. But yeah. these are just like, okay <laughs> – it's the third verse. Now we have to do eight time changes. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like we the did song four is... in the second verse and we got to do eight now. You know what I mean? It's like the song like, is tripping over itself. It's like, uh, 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Now we're back into it. Now, oh, no, now we're, uh, that's a great way to put it. Actually, I, I feel like the song never ever, even though it's a four minute song, it never gets going. Yeah. Even though it's going, it, it never yeah. gets out of its own way. Yeah. But all the pieces are there for a great, great song. Yeah, all the yeah. parts are there, and it really could have been could have been the opener. Yeah, fuck you, struggle within. <laughs> Ruined the whole album. So we've reached the end. Yes. Oh, this is the end. It's time to grade. I mean, come on, this is going to be easy. A. Yeah, it's a a plus. A plus. Plus yeah. plus plus. It's, it's the. A because they gotta have a higher level for Metallica's. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is. I it's, my it's not my favorite album, album by them. It's my no, favorite it's album from '91. It's my favorite album from '91. For sure. Favorite album from '91. I don't even know. This is my second favorite album. Probably from not from '91. What's no from Metallica? Oh, oh, oh. I, Wait, you know, I this is your second favorite. No, it's he said he doesn't know if it is. He said he doesn't know. I it don't is. think it is. It's no, not, it's definitely just, not mine. Definitely not. No, mine. it's probably fourth. It's number yeah. five for me. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I I've never well I never I've never put it like that in my brain. Bear in so. mind, I've never heard six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or eleven, twelve, or thirteen. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to live into the next century to hear some of this. <laughs> well, I do like your Hello Kitty earphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's probably five for me. I don't yeah. know. I think it's by four. 
So as much as we like it. I mean, puppets, justice, lightning. You like li- lightning? Yeah. Though? I mean, no, how, yeah, like yeah, those yeah. three are definitely one, two, and three. There's I think no I way around too. that, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I like the new stuff a lot too. So it's weird. I might. Uh, yeah, I, I like if it, the, the last two albums are kind of like load and reloaded in a way. In that, like, you could smash them up. You could if you. Had yeah, just done I actually one have album. a mix of that. <laughs> I have a. Oh yeah, I have a hardwired, you know, death magnetic mix because. Yeah. Hardwired to magnetic, yeah, <laughs> magnetic to, to self destruct. I don't know. Yeah, they, this is after this album. They started putting stuff out where you're like, well, you could have just not put that song out. I don't know. I still think Load of... is from start to finish is pretty damn good. It is. Yeah, there, not... I mean, there's some songs in there that you could have probably left off and it would been okay. But yeah, it's very solid. I, I love that album. Reload was where it was mm. like, oh no. <laughs> so then <laughs> I feel good about my A. There's a max. Yeah. All right, uh, cool. A, a plus. I mean, A plus. I still say A plus because I think every Metallica album except for like two are an A plus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Saint Anger, actually. I would give like a C, but I wouldn't even give that an F because there's still some songs no, I like on the album. No, I got some good. The only the only F I would give is Lulu. That's probably the only what is that what count. is that? Guy well, think? that doesn't count. What is what is this guy? Yeah, Keith. Keith. I want to hear yours. You're not gonna give it an F, F, are you? Oh, come the F. fuck on! <laughs> come on, that doesn't count. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go C plus. Okay, okay. Right. I'll take C plus. You know, I, you know. It's I, th- just, I feel like it's, it's, just like, fair it's just not my style. You. you know, it's not my right. style now. It was it brings our average down, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. Right. He has. The I, right. I'm going C plus. Right. Fuck you, got. I got you. I got you. Uh, all right, cool. Cool. Um, that was a pretty fucking good podcast, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. All right. Maybe. For no for for no studying, that was really fucking good. <laughs> well, we can talk about that album. We yeah, you know, know. we know our Metallica a little it. bit. <laughs> but there were some I, stuff I, I didn't I, know. I mean, you know, there's some stuff I learned. Oh sure. no, I, I I gathered stuff too. Like yeah. it was good. I'd so. love to show you guys what I wrote down for this because I mean, <laughs> is it like two page, I, two two sentences? It seriously <laughs> is about eight. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean that. Like I, I didn't. I, I listened. I seriously. Listened I didn't write down to this much album. either. Frankly, yeah. I listened I write to down this good fucking jack shit. Hey, yeah. I hadn't listened to this album in thirty or twenty nine years. <laughs> it's got to be at least twenty nine. I listened to this. <laughs> could be least, thirty at least ten times, and I just hey, good. I yeah, no. <laughs> as soon as fucking Enter Sandman started, I'd be like. Oh God! Well, you can always again. skip that one. Yeah. You can skip no, the you ones can't. You, know. you cannot do that. You need to fucking listen to it. <laughs> and that was the biggest problem: is the fact that I'd run into this shit and be like, uh... <laughs> and, "You know." Hmm. Well, that, I was going to say I, I I almost put load above this album only because black album the songs on this album are so overplayed. After re-listening to it now, I'm not sure if that's true or not. I, they're neck and neck nah. to me though. I love load yeah. so much. It's People don't so good. give that album enough credit because there's so many good songs on that album. They're just like, ugh, like, like we were talking about House of Jack Built. God, that song's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Bleeding Me. Bleeding Holy Me. Fuck. Yeah. I have that right here. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. What else we got? I there? have that on, well, on the vinyl as well. Tim does love four, Seaman. Awesome. Two by four. Outlaw Torn. Um, yeah, Outlaw Torn. Uh, until Jesus until Christ, it sleeps. Yeah. Bleeding Me is the uh, Danza group off, right? 
What is it? No, that you're thinking of Thorn Within. Yeah, Thorn Within. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Thorn yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's, Next let's episode, like... we're going to talk about Lucy Brown, right, Keith? Please. I, yeah, I don't please. know where that is I would, on your I, drive, but we'll find have, it. Have, have, have all three of you listened to the album at least once? No, I, I don't even know where it is. Yeah, totally I have. I have not. All right. For Keith and for Joe and for Tim, this is Eric saying. Thank you. Good fucking night. Oh. Energy. Energy. Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a... Um, Vulgar display of power. Heavy metal speaks to the anger and despair of teenagers today the same way that the blues used to speak to the despair and anger of the South. Cutting up. Cutting it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Some cunts recording this.